Hello, pizzazzes. Welcome back to another episode of Hot Pizza Ass. I'm your host, Erin Darling. On today's episode, we will be talking about the surging gas prices and how horrific it truly is. I'm going to give you some experiences that I've had and that my friends have had. I'll give you my take on this and a few takeaways that may or may not be helpful depending on where you live and how much you drive. Taking that ball of frustrated energy and trying to turn it into some sort of entertainment on today's episode. But first, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever had the experience of sitting behind your laptop and all of a sudden all your energy and motivation just goes out the window? I know I sure have, and Nootropics have actually helped me a lot when it comes to focus and getting things done. I always knew I wanted to try them, but I wasn't sure what companies were legitimate. And then I found Thesis. They are fantastic. I've been using their product for about a year and a half. And on days when I need a little more focus and clarity, I like the logic formula and the energy formula, my personal favorite. Their supplements are effective and I really like how they don't come with any of the negative side effects of stimulants or having a lot of coffee. If you wanna try them out, go to takethesis.com where you can take a quiz and get personalized results about what formulas might be the most effective for you. And because you listen to Hot Pizza Ass Podcast, you can use the code DARLING to get 10% off of your first order. Again, go to takethesis.com, code DARLING, for 10% off your first order of thesis. If you're feeling depressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here for you. There are times when I felt like I can barely keep up with my life, but luckily, BetterHelp makes it really easy to find and connect with a therapist at your convenience from the privacy and the comfort of your own home. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Special offer to Hot Pizza Ass listeners, you can get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash hotpizzaass. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash hotpizzaass. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Without further ado, here's today's episode, a comedian's take on gas prices. Welcome back to another episode of Hot Pizza Ass. I'm your host, Erin Darling, and I just came back from a lunch. I had two glasses of wine, and I thought, why not record this solo episode? I had a guest that had to cancel because of COVID-related things. Totally understand, and I'm excited to reschedule this person because they're great and you will love them. But you know, now I have to do a solo episode to stay on track, which I I love solo episodes because every time I come to record them, I feel like I'm in a completely different place in life, which is really cool. That's a cool thing about podcasting. You come to the table with a lot of different ideas and you have this little time capsule of exactly what you are going through. And right now, I feel like we're going through a really crazy time collectively. It is a time of soaring gas prices, pre-recession, middle of a war in Ukraine with Russia, and there is a lot going on right now. And also kind of like, I feel like we're peeking out of COVID, but nobody knows what's going on. And I think that we've made the mistake of thinking that it's under control. And then all of a sudden there's a new variant or some sort of curveball that has been thrown our way. And then all of a sudden nobody knows what's going on anymore. So 
that's the state of our world today. If you weren't aware, (laughs) if you've been successfully avoiding all media and all social media, but somehow you listen to my podcast. Um, Okay, so tonight I'm going to go see Tori Amos in concert. I'm really excited. She's a 90s icon. And I'm talking to my friend Morgan and... You know, we're going together and we're like, what are we going to wear? Because we also saw Paul McCartney together. And that was also a really amazing, incredible concert. Talk about legendary. I've seen him once before, but this was like a whole different experience. Just kind of going super last minute. It was a super surprise. I didn't know I was going to go at all. We ended up getting tickets and long story short, I end up there with her. We have a beautiful night. I think we both cried. Like we both really needed to see Paul McCartney is what I'm saying. And when we went to go see Paul, we had like an hour to get ready because that's when we got the tickets. And we kind of like planned outfits. We're like, okay, we're going to do something kind of retro, something kind of like 50s and 60s. And that's really her vibe with the way that she dresses all the time. But with me, that's not really my vibe. So I kind of had to like think about it a little bit. But we both did it and we had an outfit. And the point of this story is because tonight we're going to go see Tori Amos at the Orpheum Theater downtown in Los Angeles. And we're like, okay, what are we going to wear? And I was like, you know what? I think we need to dress up like witches. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. we need to be witches tonight. I mean, you have to wear all black or all white and nothing in between. Like, that's it. You're going to see Tori Amos. Like, that's what you wear. Some like ethereal, gauzy, all black, all white spirit. Oh, you have to wear a hat. 100%. You can't go see Tori Amos hatless. No, you need a hat. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. So. I'm um I'm excited for tonight and that's going to be super fun but you know what's crazy about coordinating this whole thing tonight was like thinking about gas prices and even everything I did last night too there was like an element of gas prices I had a show last night I was performing stand-up comedy and I had a friend come meet me and we we go to the show I get up on stage and then Afterwards, there's a really cool bar upstairs that does live jazz. It's like right next to the venue that I was performing at. So we thought, why don't we go there? Let's get some French fries, get like a quick little snack and catch up. And after we catch up, I see her pull out her phone and she's going to call a lift. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. I'll drive you home. Don't worry. Like, thank you so much for coming to my show. She didn't live that far away. But I remember thinking like in the six streets away where she does live, I was like, damn, this is like $7. (laughs) This is $7, you guys, $7 worth of gas. Um, I filled up my car and by filled up, I mean half a tank because (laughs) sometimes I get overwhelmed by the gas prices and I will just fill up whatever I think seems reasonable, right? Like in normal times, my gas might cost like $40, $45 to fill up a tank. And mind you, I remember when I started driving in high school and I did drive a smaller car back then, like a little um, zippy Mitsubishi Lancer because this was the era of Fast and the Furious. And of course I drove a Lancer and... (laughs) And I remember when it cost $20 to fill up my tank. And then I had a Mercedes, okay? That was a little bit more. And now I have a small SUV type of car. And I just remember like being at the gas pump 
filling up what I thought was reasonable, you know, like you stand outside and you're kind of like watching the numbers go up and you're like, okay, 20, 30, 40, 45, okay. And then I stop the gas and then I go into my car, I turn my car on and I'm like, oh shit, that's just half a tank. (laughs) That's it. And I was just like, whoa, I think I'm going to have to go back to using Gas Buddy. Do you guys remember that app? I feel like people, there are probably people that use that app frequently. And if you don't use it or you're not aware of it, congratulations, this is the day when you learn about gasbuddy.com and the app where you can see where the least expensive gas is in your immediate vicinity. So I don't know how accurate it is because actually I remember the last time I used it, I ended up driving slightly further, like a little bit into like the Burbank area. It's not too far from where I actually spend most of my time, but it was a little bit out of the way, slightly inconvenient, but I figured it would be worth it for the discount on the gas. And when I got there, I was like, shit, this is not even worth the discount. (laughs) Like like the discount was minuscule and it wasn't what it was reported to be on GasBuddy. So Sorry if you're listening to this and you work for Gas Buddy, if that's your company. Um, but yeah, we need better updates because it wasn't worth it. But I don't know, maybe maybe it's gotten better since then. But I remember thinking, wow, am I going to have to start choosing my gas stations according to Gas Buddy? And I kind of feel like we're on the brink of that type of territory. Because in Los Angeles, gas is like $7 a gallon. Oh, it pains me to say $7. And I don't know when it's going to go down. I'm not completely well-versed. All I know is how this is affecting me and my community because as comedians and performers, especially if you do road gigs, you're out a lot. You drive a lot. We drive for stage time in exchange for stage time. I remember one time a couple years ago, and this is an awful story and a cautionary tale if you're a new comedian, like don't do this. And if this is presented to you, say no. But I remember going with a friend of mine who had a close relationship with a booker that was booking a casino, I think in Reno or maybe it was Tahoe, possibly both. But I remember like we went and we drove from Los Angeles and I think we went to Yosemite before because I was having some sort of family get together at the time. It seemed convenient. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't really understand that like Yosemite and Lake Tahoe were pretty far from each other. Like it wasn't actually like a convenient hop, skip, and a jump. (laughs) It was kind of out of the way. And I remember being there and then leaving this family get together early to get some stage time and then going to this casino and the booker told me I could do like five or seven minutes of comedy. And I remember feeling so, so slighted and so upset by that because like, you knew like we're both based in Los Angeles. Like we're coming here from Los Angeles. I left a family event early. Five minutes. Are you serious? And I didn't get paid. I did get a place to crash that night. They let um, me crash at the hotel. But you know, like that was not worth it. I wasn't getting anything out of that. I could have stayed in Los Angeles and gotten five minutes of stage time, or I could have stayed with my family and got days of inspiration and love. 
what was I trading for these five minutes of stage time? And I remember just thinking, I'm never coming back here again. I'm never going to work with this booker again. Like this is insulting. And now with the gas prices, the way that they are, it really does make me think about the ways that this is going to affect creatives, especially creatives that are working in exchange for stage time or opportunities like this, where maybe we aren't getting paid or we're not getting paid a lot, which is a lot of people. It's really unfortunate. And I think that it affects our life and our creative opportunities and even our social opportunities in ways that really suck. (laughs) like I was at lunch with my friend and she was telling me this story because she's the one that suggested I talk about gas prices I thought no why would I talk about this and she's like because everyone's talking about it people are leaving the city of Los Angeles because of it and she told me this story where she went into a gas station and she tried to put her credit card in and said the thing that was like go inside and see the cashier so she goes inside And the cashier looks at her and she's like, can I have $100 on pump five? And the cashier is like, yeah. (laughs) And my friend's like, yeah. And the girl's like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. And then my friend's like, it's not your fault. It's okay. (laughs) And they had this moment of connection of like, damn, this sucks. (laughs) And it's just so funny to think about that because it's so true and it's so real. And there's so many people that feel out of control in the ways that our lives are affected by the surging gas prices that are going on. For me, I feel like, you know, I've thought about it a little more socially in my terms because I work a lot from home these days. I record from home. I do Popspiracy, my podcast uh, with Spotify Live. I do that at home as well. I write from home and I do my auditions and a lot of acting related stuff at home too. So I can operate at home a lot. I'm really lucky in that sense. But a lot of people cannot. And when I go out to socialize, normally, you know, I'm going to comedy clubs. I might be um, working. I might be doing sets. Or I might be hanging out, you know, just like anyone would with people that they know. And last night was a great example of that. Going to a comedy club, giving my friend a ride home and being like, okay, like this, (laughs) this is an expensive ride home. And honestly, she's worth every penny. I'm happy to give people rides home. I'm happy. Like today, when I went to meet my friend for lunch, she was like, would you like to come meet me here? I'm kind of in your area. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I got lunch. So there was like a trade there, right? Like a trade benefit. So she's like, lunch is on me. And I went out there and we had a great time. It was fantastic and a really good catch-up session. And then I got inspired to do this episode of the podcast. So paid off in many, many ways, in spades, one could say. But yeah, it's just kind of like now I'm thinking about everything that I do in terms of this, right? I'm going to be driving a couple hours north for some things coming up. And I remember also having this inner debate of should I fly or should I drive? But either way requires gas. So (laughs) so flight tickets are kind of expensive depending on 
whether or not you have flexibility for like the dates or the deals that come up that you can take advantage of. But like if you have to go on a specific date and you don't have a lot of time to plan, like you might end up just getting kind of fucked. Like you just got to go that day, buy the bullet, buy the ticket and just see what ends up happening. So in my case, I need a car because I'm actually going to be recording some things and doing some, like I need the flexibility of a car and I don't want to rent a car. So I'm going to drive. And in that sense as well, I'm also going to be biting that bullet. I'm going to be just seeing what it costs and doing it regardless um, because I have to and because it makes more sense for me to be traveling with my car than without it. So it's a whole thing and I hate the way that it's affecting people's lives and that now hanging out with people socially, it feels like like a judgment call in terms of like, whoa, what is this costing me? Do I want to drive this far? And in Los Angeles, everything is kind of far or most things. I'll say most things are kind of far. It's a very big city, uh, very spread out. If you're driving, like it's very likely where you could be living in Santa Monica and working in Hollywood or going on dates in Hollywood or performing at stand-up comedy clubs in Hollywood. Like, this is very, very common. Same thing with dating, too. Like, it's kind of interesting to think of how this is affecting dating because this is also affecting Lyft prices and Uber prices and a lot of people drink on dates. So that's also going to be a financial component of that. I always said that I would never ever want to date someone that lived on the west side that was just straight up too far for me and now I am I'm dating someone (laughs) not only are they from the west side like they live there but they're from there like their family is from there like their whole life is on the west side and um sometimes I feel bad because it is expensive to date period (laughs) But it's expensive to date a girl that lives in a completely different area than you because now you're factoring in, like, picking me up. Like, this person, he's such a gentleman. He's amazing. But he'll do these things where he'll plan a date where we go to, like, dinner in Beverly Hills. He'll pick, like, an amazing place to go to. He has fantastic taste. Love this about him. And he'll come pick me up. He'll, like, insist that he'll pick me up. So he'll drive from the west side, pick me up, and I live far. And then he'll drive me to Beverly Hills and we'll go get dinner. Which is way closer to the West Side than it is to me. (laughs) But that's the level of consideration we should demand, ladies and ladies and whoever, whatever gender you affiliate with, whoever is dating you or trying to date you should be putting in that amount of effort, okay? (laughs) You deserve it. They should be picking you up, yeah. So um, that is today's episode. I It's really funny. I never really want to do solo episodes that don't provide like some sort of value or information set. So I wanted to include something at the end of today's episode of ideas and tips and tricks about gas prices and how to handle it. And here's some things that I have personally done. I don't know if they're going to be effective to you or or if these tips may not even work at all whatsoever for your lifestyle. But here are some things I've heard of people doing within my peer group and some things that I have done to kind of set off the cost or think about the cost a little bit differently in terms of driving and gas prices right now. Okay, the first is biking. I know Los Angeles isn't necessarily a super bike friendly type of city. Um, 
and people drive like maniacs here. So I don't really recommend it in terms of safety. But in terms of economy, I do recommend bike riding. Um, I think that there are certain times of day where it's a little less stressful. So if you can bike somewhere, if you can bike to work, if that is something that makes sense to you logistically, and if you have a bike, I say do it. If you've ever thought about doing it or you're like, man, I wish I had a Schwinn, like now would be the time. (laughs) Now would be the time to explore that and just go for it. Another thing would be is to not overextend yourself. Like in terms of your budget and your finances, be sure to factor in the gas prices and how they change in terms of any sort of decision that you have to be making. For example, if you're going to buy a house, if that's where you're at right now, which if you are, God bless, love you for that. Um, Think about if you're like, maybe don't buy a house in Eagle Rock if you're going to work in Santa Monica. Like have these things in mind because who knows where this is all going to lead. It may impact our lives for a while. So if that's where you're at and you're making these decisions, factor that in. Update your budgets if you do a spreadsheet and if that's how you keep track of your finances. And just be sure that you're aware of how this all works in terms of your money flow, your cash flow, and where you're putting um, your assets. <laughs> like, it's so weird to even say that. But yeah, we got to be thinking about that right now for the time being, for sure. The other thing is ride sharing, you know, Ubers and Lyfts. I love these in terms of safety. I've always been a big fan of using Lyft um, for nights when you're out drinking, hanging out with friends, or even for nights where you're just like, I don't want to park because sometimes parking can be really, really difficult, especially like if you're going somewhere in Hollywood um, or the West Side, like Venice, like there are certain areas in LA where it's very difficult to park. It just makes more sense to Lyft. But honestly, I feel like Lyft is a really good option right now for a lot of reasons. Because when it comes to your own vehicle, not only do you have to factor in gas, but you're factoring in like the wear and tear, the mileage. Like now it just seems like those things like mean a little bit more. Like maybe we should be taking care of our cars a little bit more because if you weren't thinking about the whole picture of what it costs to drive before maybe you're thinking about it now so don't be afraid to factor that into any of your decision making processes um my other tip is don't date someone from the west side unless they're able to come to you and pick you up and take you to dinner and if they're not that's like a real clear deal breaker right now for me or in the deep valley if you're gonna date someone in the deep valley and you live in la they better be making that effort okay (laughs) that says a lot right now It says a lot. Also, carpool with your friends if you can, which is always a really good tip in terms of being environmentally conscious. But now I feel like being financially conscious, it's also a good idea. And if you're going to go somewhere that's far, if you're um, with your friends and you're going to a trip, a vacation together, a staycation together, or anything like that, and if you can split gas definitely consider it. Take that into consideration. And those are my best tips for now other than Gas Buddy, but I don't know if I can fully recommend them because last time I tried, it wasn't really the best outcome. But think about it. Gas Buddy possibly um, look into gas prices, monitor it, pay attention, even though it's painful. And that is today's solo episode. Dun, dun, dun. Shout out to BetterHelp and Take Thesis. 
please support them in the show notes for links and discount codes. And also, please share this episode with a friend if it made you laugh. Thank you so much, you guys, and I will see you on the next episode. I'm your host, Aaron. Thanks for tuning in to Hot Piece of Ass.